When we pick up a rock, it takes some effort. And that effort is telling us something. It tells us that the rock would rather be down on the ground. Lifting that rock took energy. Energy to fight the rock's preference to be down on the ground. But that energy is not lost. We can get that energy back simply by letting the rock do what it wants. Letting the rock fall back down to the ground. To make use of that energy we get back, we could put a walnut down on the ground and drop the rock on it to crack the walnut. We, by we I mean everything alive, we all the time use energy to make other things do what we want rather than what they would prefer. Our bodies, for instance, keep us alive by rearranging atoms. The atoms that are glued together to make carbon dioxide are quite happy to be glued together that way. Same for the atoms in water. But then along come green plants. Green plants use the energy in sunlight to rip apart the atoms in carbon dioxide, rip apart the atoms in water, and rearrange those atoms to make sugar. The atoms in sugar would much rather be back in carbon dioxide, back in water, and they would slowly, very slowly, rearrange themselves back to carbon dioxide and water, if we gave them the chance. But we eat that sugar and quickly rearrange the atoms back into carbon dioxide and water. And we use the energy they give off to keep ourselves alive. Let's look at that rock again. That rock really wants to sit on the ground. But suppose we were to carry that rock up to the International Space Station. The space station's orbit cancels out gravity. People don't walk around on the space station. They float. That rock we brought up to the space station, it too floats. And you cannot smash any walnuts with a rock that floats. Same goes for food. Here on Earth, the air's got oxygen. And it's oxygen that helps us rearrange the atoms of food back into carbon dioxide and water. But suppose we were on Mars. The Martian air holds no oxygen. And without oxygen, we cannot turn food back to carbon dioxide and water. Deep beneath our feet, deep underground, there's no oxygen to breathe down there either. An interesting mineral found deep underground is iron pyrite, fool's gold. Fool's gold, pyrite, is composed of an atom of iron glued to two atoms of sulfur. Those atoms of iron and sulfur are happy to be glued together in pyrite, so long as they're underground, with no oxygen in sight. But bring pyrite up to the surface, up to where there's lots of oxygen, and all bets are off. Surrounded by oxygen, iron and sulfur don't feel so attracted to one another. They'd rather be glued to other atoms in other combinations. Combinations like sulfuric acid. Now this is normally a slow process, but there are bacteria that actually see fool's gold as food. And they turn pyrite into sulfuric acid much faster, much, much faster. Thus the threat from a reopened mine of acid mine drainage. The possibility of acid mine drainage is one of many environmental threats considered in the final environmental impact report for the Idaho-Maryland mine. I'll talk about others in the very near future. For KVMR, I'm Al Stahler.